Moulton Euler back here, starting this two o'clock hour, which we are always excited about, man. On SNR, down here live at Hinesville for another Pittsburgh Steelers training camp practice. And before we went to break, my great hair colleague. Ah, you must be my talking. My crying. You must be talking. You know, can, quick aside. Uh-oh. Can I be honest? A moment of transparency with you? Is it a moment of clarity? Moment of clarity. Okay. If you want to be Jay-Z, moment of transparency. Well, we right. never float your boat. Um, we've had this for four years, right? This running joke. You're the body and I'm the good hair, right? This is true. And it's, it's partially true. I mean, I do have a nice set of salad on, on, top, of, <laughs> on top of my noggin here, all right? So, oh, what's the partially true part then? I ain't got no body? What you, what you no, saying? no, no. Hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Like it, it is, it is, it is true. It's, it's also like become just a joke on the show, but it is also true. But I got to tell you, I'm very cognizant when we come out to these training camp settings, and I know we're going to be out. This, I'm, like, I'm not joking here. Motsi and I do a lot of kidding around on the show. This is for real. I am being dead serious, hand on the Bible, hand on my heart, whatever you, you want this? me to do here. Don't you say it. My wife would be like, oh, why aren't you wearing a hat today? You're going to be out at Heinz Field. And I'm like, babe, there's going to be people that want pictures and are coming by to say hello. i got to have the hair on point. All they right? got to see when the good hair. When you call yourself the good hair, you gotta, when you're out in public, you got to live up to that reputation. Mozi, that, you know, that, I, I wear that on my sleeve sometimes. It Listen, causes a little stress. When you call yourself the body, <laughs> you got to work out all the time. <laughs> Wifey's always like, why are you working out? I say, babe, you like when I take my shirt off, right? You like when we go post these pictures on the beach and we're like, oh, it looks good. They're like, oh, you like to play? Well, I got to keep that going for a while, okay, because that's still my name, all right? I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, I don't need to do the hair today. Oh, I could just wear a hat today. But then I'm like, all it takes is one fan who's for three years been here. Oh, Wes has got the good hair. Wes has got the good hair. And then they show up yep. and I don't have the good hair. It's just, I mean, I don't want to burst their bubble. They hit you with the, oh, he used to be the body. He let it go. Ooh. Uh, I ain't going out like that, baby. <laughs> now nah. he's the soft body. Yeah, we ain't going out like that. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> now it's West with the thin hair. What happened right. over here? Man, your 30s hit you fast. We're not going out like that, man. We're better than that. <laughs> We're better than that. But the group that is better than that, and it's awesome, and they have been throughout this whole time since me and you have been on the airs oh, together you know for these it. past couple of years now, is the power grid, the megawatts. Now, our beforehand, loyal listeners. our P1s, as they call it in the biz. Oh, look at you. We asked them. Before we went to break, about Derek Watt and his usage, would you want to see more usage from him or less usage from him going forward into this 2021 season? And we asked on the dot com, and it appears that y'all have delivered as y'all always yep. do. Yeah, we got a couple thoughts here. So let's start with one of them, please. Uh, Adam says, I would like to see more of Derek Watt, particularly in the passing game. You know, I need to see him catch a touchdown, land on top of a dude, and take his breath away like Rosie <laughs> Nix did. Rosie definitely but, did that. I rem we were all hyped when he caught that, too. Uh, but more, more Derek Watt in the passing game is what Adam wants. Interesting. That, and you know what? We've seen that. Out, like we, they, he, yeah. he has shown the ability to catch the football out here in the past week. And, and not just in the the – three yard, five yards from the line no, of scrimmage either. Field. He's been downfield yeah. catching some routes. Now, we can't give the specifics of how it materialized, but he has caught passes that have been downfield and multiple times as well. So that part is there. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how they could formulate something like that for him and if he could continue to produce like that because it doesn't get easier. It becomes more challenging because yes. athletically as a fullback compared to a wide receiver, for example – your athletic matchups, you typically aren't favored in them. So creating open space 
is a little bit more difficult as well. But that is interesting, though. I do like that. And not just from a pass blocking standpoint is what it sounds like. So, man, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, Steel City Champs uh, says that Derek Watt has to be uh, aggressive and dominant to be used often in this offense. But he's, he's, he believes he's capable of that. You know, fullback is a very unique position, Steel City Champ says. But if you listed top ten fullbacks in the NFL right now, most would pick, most would name Derek Watt, and his name would come up on those lists. So he's got, you know, every opportunity to be effective in this offense. I mean, that that is the key, right? You, you, I mean, you don't want to pigeonhole anything. You don't want to force anything. But, again, with a guy like Matt Canada, who, mind you, has, has been with Derek Watt before, I believe, mm -hmm. for a year at Wisconsin. That's that's what Derek it's, Watts said oh, yesterday. Said, okay, I, well, I never knew I wasn't that. sure of the years. I, now, I didn't know Matt that. Matt yeah. Canada, it's not, he wasn't offensive coordinator Correct. like he was at Pitt and right. Maryland and LSU, but I believe he was either quarterback's coach right, or yeah, He was affiliated. He, he was, was, a, he was some, a position coach at Wisconsin, and him and Derek Watt actually worked together in that time. So, I mean, again, in terms of the direction that the offense wants to move under Matt Canada, mm -hmm. that, that has to bode well for, for someone like Derek Watt. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he's doing what he's supposed to do in training camp right now. Control what you can control. You can't make Matt Canada give you a ton of reps. You can't make Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, or Josh Dobbs throw you the ball downfield. <laughs> right. But what you can control is when you are on the field, that you are creating an impact, that you are being a productive player. Even when it's not your responsibility to catch a pass 20 yards downfield, you still are showing that I can do that. I am capable of that. And we would laugh. We would joke with Rosie Nix all the time about this. Rosie would stay after practice, jugs machine, catching balls. And we would laugh at Rosie and say, Rosie, your job is to hit people and tackle people on special teams. You are never going to get a pass thrown to you. And my <laughs> man will be out there working on his hands all the time. And when he caught that touchdown pass, you think we ever heard the end of it? I could call Rosie Nix right now. And he's going to remind he's us about, say, about that I just touchdown got off pass. the jugs machine. What do you got to say? That, 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 that's all I'm saying. So when I think <laughs> of that – I say to myself, well, hey, the more you can do, and that is what Derek 100%. White is showing right now. He is showing that he is capable of doing more, of an expanded role. And I do think that if he can continue this, especially in the preseason with some of these games, I do think that it should be considered on a bigger scale yep. of getting him more involved. Absolutely. Because clearly just throwing the ball isn't getting it done. And we need to get more back into that balance, back into that physical outfit that we are accustomed to being here in Pittsburgh. And you know what? It's funny you say that uh, because, you know, we get a couple tweets here about the, the versatility that Derek Watt could bring in Matt Canada's offense about using him more in the pass game. But it, of course, gets back to Steeler Nation 920 tweeting us here and says, definitely got to get Watt more involved. Send in the fullback. Let's get back to the lead blocker trap plays. Because <laughs> you know there's got to be somebody out there who wants to break some face masks and run the ball, baby. Listen, man, you, you, you want to talk about a person that's going to be the most happy, not even Derek Watt, if Derek Watt is playing a lot? It's going to be Craig Whipley, man. Craig Whipley is a big fullback supporter. He loves the people that are part of the, what's he called it, the Flat Forehead Society or the something like that. Flat Forehead Society. That's what he calls yep. it, man. The guys that are not afraid to go out there and mix it up and put their eyebrow on your eyebrow and play who's going to go to sleep first. Derek Watt is a part of that family. He's a part of that group. I am not. That's why I play defense, ladies and gentlemen. But I do like that. Oh, I do think that, gotta, man, I mean, you have that is – have an edge to play yes. that position. And I do think that, man, it could be something there that would open up this offense that much more. And we're only talking about it because Derek has flashed like that in these practices. I agree. I agree. And Tyler makes a good point here. Last one, he says, I do think Derek Watt should be featured more – 
and kind of in the sense of, you know, we, we've seen Najee split out and moved around as well, too. Having Derek Watt on the field and splitting out Najee, Tyler says feels he feels can create some mismatches for Najee in the offense. That's a good point by Tyler as well, Yeah, too. very true. And depending on what Derek Watt is capable of, when Najee goes out and splits wide, if Derek Watt were to be out there on the field with him and splitting on the other side of the field, well, Najee's probably going to draw the better of the coverage linebackers. So, Derek, you might even have a chance right there as well, <laughs> man, realistically. I mean, because that how you think about this, right? If, for example, it was Robert Spillane and Devin Bush out here, who's going to Najee? Devin. So now you think about Robert Spillane, who we know, hey, he should be able to cover a Derek Watt. But for most teams out there, that number two linebacker is going to be built more like a box linebacker, 100%. not a coverage guy. Right. So that you creates want, even that more balance. opportunities. I mean, that's how Najee, uh, that's how uh, Rosie Nick got his opportunity when um when he scored his touchdown pass. Yeah. So it's there. The framework is there. I hope this thing continues on, though, man. I'm excited about it. Me as well. One more from Annie, and I think this is well said. Annie says, I just want an effective offense under Matt Canada. If Derek Watt is a big part of that mix, great. But I also want Ben to feel comfortable enough to buy in so that he has something left more in the tank at the end of the season. That's a great point by Annie, too, in the sense of all of this, right, in a lot of ways, I mean, you, you have to make sure your, your 39-year-old quarterback, who is heading to the Hall of Fame, but is also 39 years old, uh, is comfortable and is kept upright. And, again, a lot of the – what you and I discussed all offseason, a big theme of last year was the second half of the year, and a, particularly down the stretch in November and December, the offense was just too one – it was too one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. It was too predictable. They were too easy to game plan against. That's the biggest thing that's got to happen this year. No, 100%, man. I definitely agree with that. Now, as we transition, though, and we're talking about this preseason game, Matt Canada's first audition, essentially, Ooh, how about as that? an NFL offensive coordinator. Does he wear the straw hat Thursday night in Canton? I think he goes visor. Yeah, he, he looks like a visor guy listen, on Sundays, man. I, I don't care who you are. Even if you're like, who do I associate most in this world with straw hats? John Gruden and Kenny Chesney. I think it was like Steve Spurrier. But he was yes. a visor guy. No, he was, he was a straw hat guy in Florida. He was, was he? but I don't know if he was on game day. Like I don't. I know don't. Nah, I must say on game day is different. Particularly yeah. in a night game, like it's going to be on was Thursday it night. Maybe Bobby Bowden did he straw hat it on game day? Maybe. I don't know. But then again, those guys are in Florida. I mean, yeah, of all the places, yeah. if you're going to straw hat it on se in the middle of August or September on game day in Florida, if I can understand. If you straw hat it in Canton, we're going to look at you sideways. <laughs> yes. We're going to yes. say, oh, you're that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wearing sunglasses inside, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you pull him with a straw hat in Kitten for a primetime game in Kitten, Ohio. Oh, my God. Come on, like the man. Only, okay, the only person who can wear a straw hat on a sideline during a game is Bobby Bowden or Steve Spurrier. The only person who can wear sunglasses inside is Kanye West. All right, there it's we go. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Oh, come on, man. because well, oh. that's his – you know what I'm saying. But I know, I know. Yeah, I, I'm just like, man, I, I don't want to see – no, 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 no. You keep that straw hat to the side, man. Keep that on the side. But going back into this this audition for – or not even audition, but this first experience for Mad Canada, man, what does that even look like for him, man? How do you gauge positive performance from a coordinator's perspective? Because we, we, we're going to talk about Haskins. We're going to talk about sure, Mason. Sure. We're going to talk about Antoine Brooks and these other guys, the O-line. But Matt Canada, this is also his first go at it. Adrian Clem, he's another one. Yeah. How are, are, do do they get passes until the midway portion of the season? Do they get passes to the end of the season before we look into their performances and how these guys are progressing? Because no, I do feel like not. what we see 
is a reflection of them. Agreed. I just – you know what? That is an interesting question, Motsi, because I don't know how much – I mean, it's something – Mike Tomlin spoke today before practice, uh, took, did media availability as it relates to the game on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And and he was very clear and concise that, like, we, we don't have a huge game plan for this. We're not going to do a bunch – basically what Mike Tomlin said without saying it is that we're going to be very vanilla on no, Thursday No, and, and I will say that even with the modified practice that they're having today – this still isn't a game plan practice. Correct. This isn't a game plan game. Correct. They're not going to game Heck plan no. a preseason game. Even the third preseason game, or typically the third preseason game, was like the big one, right? Now I think that'll probably be the second preseason game for most teams. Yes. But for us, it'll still fall into our third one just based on the extra, the, the extra game. Yeah. Even with that game in Pittsburgh, you still might just carry 10 calls tops. Do you th in comparison for that, for that one, you're saying yeah, and, yeah. and that's that's a lot for a preseason game in right. Pittsburgh. Whereas traditionally, you might come into a game with 20 to 30 calls easily. You know, when you're talking about base calls, you're talking about third down calls, you're talking about blitz packages, dime personnel, nickel personnel, goal line situations, two minute drill, empty checks, huddled empty check versus on the fly empty checks. Like we got a ton of calls. Is that all, Professor? It's a ton of calls. And that doesn't even get to special teams. <laughs> and if you're Henry Mundo, you having to learn offense as well. Whew. So when we talk about this game and, and the game planning, it's not going to be a ton of that. It's going to be vanilla no. because he There's wants to see. There's not going to be a script coming the, out, right? The biggest reason is this. They want to see, can you, number one, execute a basic call? But number two, can you out-athlete a guy Right. When, when it's not schemed in your it's favor. It's not X's and O's. It's Jimmy's right. and Joe's. Because I'm going to scheme stuff in your favor while the season goes on, and you're going to have matchups where, hey, it's good on good, but we got you an advantage here. A bunch wide receivers said, oh, you're going to run this run off of motion. Cool. But, no, right now I want to see can you do these same concepts? Yep. Can you win your one-on-one -on -one matchup when everything is equal? I, I, I absolutely agree with you. In fact – that's something more to keep an eye on in the preseason because you're right. It's it's not going to be our X's and O's are going to are going to out uh, out scheme these guys. It's going to be your Jimmy, and the Cowboys have Joe, and we want to see how this goes. It is that simple, it, man. It, it really is, and 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 I am correct in that, right? There there won't be a script for the offense. More than likely, it won't. Put it like this: if they do, it's going to be vanilla. The first 15, yeah. but it'll be vanilla. It's going to so be, all right, we're running here, we're running here, we'll throw it here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be more so like that, man. Nothing outrageous. But what we will do is this. When we get back, I want to talk about Antoine Brooks a little bit, you know? Okay. And in terms of how does he make this roster? Love it. Smokes and Euler on SNR. Smokes and Euler back on SNR. Hinesville. Finishing up, or excuse me, not even finishing up this second hour. Right in the middle of the second hour. Yeah. The way that we like it, baby. Right in the thick of it. As practice has officially begun. Oh, it's cooking now, cousin. Alter time. But when you when it's game week, this is what happens. When the boss man wants to make changes, the boss man makes changes. And we just react accordingly. Arthur Motes, Mike Tomlin, I mean, over the years here in Pittsburgh, he's had some incredible one-liners. The Tomlinisms, we all know. We joke about them, right? With paint, red paint, paint the barn red. I thought you were talking about putting Jello back in the box. Everyone knows the standard is the standard, right? Cut your eyelids off. But my favorite thing that Mike Tomlin has ever said and says regularly is we do not seek comfort. Uh-oh. 
And Motsi, if you've ever been out to training camp, especially if you've been fortunate enough like we are, um, you know, like a lot of people who cover the Steelers, where you've seen these things play out over weeks, where you have obviously been part of multiple of these, seen them play out for weeks, ain't that the truth? When it comes to these settings, Mike Tomlin is not seeking comfort. Never seeking comfort, man. But that's what you want from him, man. You want him to be able to just be him. Make what, us have to react. What's your favorite Tomlinism? Is it cutting your eyelids off? Uh, no, it's seeking comfort. I, I love you that You like that one. same one, Absolutely. too? I mean, I, the standard is the standard is tough to beat because, man. I, I'm a seek comfort dude, But, man, yeah, like, we do not seek comfort is, is, I think, my favorite Tomlinism. And I love it because it applies to, like, everyday scenarios. It, it applies to every I aspect of life. I was talking to my daughter yesterday. Something happened, and she was trying to blame it on, like, well, I did this because that person did that, and they did that. I said, you know what that's called? Call seeking comfort, baby. We don't seek comfort. <laughs> but no, 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 no. It's no, hilarious. No. You said that. You, you know, like, uh, like two or three weeks ago, I was down in South Carolina with the with the family for mm -hmm. vacation. My sister is a lacrosse player. My sister's a good lacrosse. She's a whip your champion lacrosse player. Hey, now, player, put some baby. respect on her name, man. All right. Um, she's going to be a senior this year, so, you know, she's working really hard. She wants to have a big year, wants to go back-to-back whip your champions. They lost in the state quarterfinals last mm. You know, so she wants to make a run, a further run. And we're on the beach, and, you know, I took my lacrosse stick to the beach. I like working with her. I'm kind of like her rebound guy. You okay, know, yeah. Use a basketball analogy. Absolutely. She's the shooter. I'm the rebound. So she runs drills and stuff, and I just catch passes for her, pass back, set her up for her drills and stuff like that. I've got enough hands that I can do that with a lacrosse stick. And I noticed, Motsi, she loves working on her right side, right? <laughs> but she doesn't like working on her left side. Uh -huh. And so I kept throwing her passes, so she had to catch them on her left side, shoot yep. them on, catch them on her left side, shoot them on. And eventually she's like, can you give me some passes over here? And I'm like, no, because you're good over there. You yeah. need to work on And I said to her, you're seeking comfort. You can't Don't seek comfort. Seek it, you got to run to the uncomfortable and work, and, and, and work on the other stuff. And, 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 again, when it comes to every aspect of this, Mike Tomlin, he, he's testing those guys in that regard. No, for a fact he is, man. And a guy that he's been testing throughout this training camp but has been responding has been Antoine Brooks Jr. Yes, he has. Man. Buddy. Super impressive, not just in coverage. But for me, the thing I've been most impressed with is his physicality. He's not shying away from anything. We talked about off the air yesterday because we couldn't talk about it while it was actually happening. <laughs> but, man, he had a couple of plays that he made against Najee Harris, and we were just over here, wow. He's not Eyes backing down. open, tongue yeah. out, like, did that just happen? Yes. Like, holy cow, on multiple occasions. I, I've been thoroughly impressed with Antoine Brooks, though, man. Thoroughly impressed uh, with You know him. what? I have as well, too. And you know what it gets back to for me, Motsi? No matter what his role is this year, no matter how many – when we look at the end of the season, you know, when we go on football reference and we see the percentage of plays that he played and all those things – what it comes to me comes down to me why I'm so encouraged, why I'm so optimistic about Antoine Brooks, not only for this year, but for his for his future going forward. You and I talk about it. Every year at this time, this is our this is our well, our fourth straight year, but our first year we started halfway through this. So this is our third year of, you know, around this time talking about Steelers football and these things. Folks, it's a cliche. We always point that out, but they're often cliches because they're true. You want to see guys take that big step from their first to second year, from your freshman year to your sophomore year, right? Remember the difference in high school and in college when you were a freshman as to oppose when you were a sophomore. When you're a freshman, you're like, where's the cafeteria? Where's this building? Where's that building? Who's this teacher? I'm on time here. How do I get there? 
by the time you're a sophomore, all that stuff has slowed down. You know your way around campus. You know your teachers, your classmates, all this different stuff. It's the same thing out here. It's cliched, but it's said so often because it's true. You want to see guys take that big step, take that improvement from their first season to their second season. That most often is where the greatest improvement happens at every level of football. High school, college, the professional. From in between your first and second seasons, that's when you want to see the growth. And Motsi, we've seen it in spades with him. Yes, we definitely have, man. I'm glad you laid it out like that and reminded me of my good sophomore years of college and high school. I always like when you refresh my memory of those things. Now, see, <laughs> I was opposite, Motsi, all right? I mean, freshman year of college, had a lot of fun living in the dorm rooms. Came home with not the best grades after my first first year. Now, see, you ain't asked about all that. You just and said, I said, hey, mom and, year, mom and dad, Come mom and dad, on, I'm man. good. Sophomore year, I'm taking a step forward. First year, you know, second year leap. And, but then what happened was I got my own apartment on see campus. See what had happened. What? Are you seeking comfort? And I thought the dorms were bad, but the apartment was even worse. A am I hearing comfort being seeked? Well, being I was I was seeking some comfort, and then, you know, I got home from Christmas break with another semester of not such good grades. And, hey. my, and my dad said, hey, buddy, you better get it together or you're going to community college Ooh. next year. So, uh, yeah, that, that got me in line. I can respect that. Came home with like a 3.4 the next semester. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need a little bit of that extra uh, positive like, motivation, I man. Leave Morgantown. I love this place yeah. too much. But I'm glad to hear that everything worked out for it you, did. man. I made, the, I made the, the second year leap just in my second semester in my second year. It doesn't matter when it as long as it happens. As long as it happens. <laughs> but Antoine Brooks, man, he's definitely been performing at a high level. He has. I'm really he's excited to, to watch see him in this preseason game because obviously in practices – He's making plays, and he's being consistent. He is flashing every single practice. But we also know that a familiarity is present here. When you're mm. going against the same guys, when you're getting the same type of matchups, sure. you, 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 you start to be able to understand what the office is trying to do in certain scenarios, and it helps you. It makes you Cheat play a, a lot little better. bit, win right. your matchups, yeah. And, and these are all beneficial things in games, right? When you're talking about the regular season – Trust me, we're all going to want him to do that. That's called film study. That's called preparation. Absolutely. But in practice, when you're trying to evaluate a guy, sometimes that can skew it a little bit. But when you get to these games, it tips it back in balance. It makes it back to a 50-50 type scenario. And right. that's what I'm going to want to see with Antoine. Can he continue this productivity? Can he continue being the playmaker that he's shown to be thus far? Yeah, the dress rehearsals looked good so far. Very, very really right. good so far, He's man. gone through his lines. He looks prepared. He's shown well. But you know what? Thursday night, that's the performance. I mean, that's act one, right, <laughs> on, on, on Thursday night. Uh, the lights are going to be on. There's no more dress rehearsal. There's no more controlled environment. It's, all right, we're going to put you out here against the Dallas Cowboys without a ton of pure film study and preparation on oh, no, the no, other no. team. Honestly, there is zero film None. study. None. Yeah. Zero. I, I can yeah. assure you, nobody on that field – is watching Dallas Cowboys take to prepare for that game. Because what are you going to watch last year? Exactly. Like, everything is just different. When yeah. you talk about the preseason, like, the guys that you even try to watch on tape aren't even available to you most of the time or aren't even going to be playing in the game. Every once in a while you might have a coach or you might have a player who wants to prepare and they're like, you know, I'm just going to watch it for schemes and philosophies. Mm -hmm. The reason why you can't do that either is – during the preseason, as we just said with Coach Tomlin, they're going to go in here and call five vanilla calls. So it's not a lot of thinking going on in the preseason. No. It's a lot of who's the better player, who's the better athlete, who can perform under pressure. Who can go out and make a couple of those individual plays that are going to make the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and 
he seems primed to do that. Like I said, the dress rehearsals here, he, he he's nailed it. All right, but now now we're gonna really start getting into it on Thursday. It's it's, it's only a pre it's a preseason game, right? But for for those type of guys, that's the real moment where you have to to stand out because he has, like you've said, like we've laid out here, he stood out in practice. And that's great. That is the first step. We're not downplaying that. That's important. You've got to have that linear yeah, progression, you, you can, right? You can't, you can't do it on, on game day if you're not doing it in practice. Exactly. Yet. You've got to have the linear progression. You, you, you're not going to go from 0 to 100 real quick, all right? You're not Drake. you gotta go, <laughs> you got to go from 0 to 25 to 50 to 75 to 100. And, uh, and he's nailed the first portion of that. But now you got to build on that performance and, and even continue that progression starting Thursday night. Yes, indeed. And two other guys that we're going to get a chance to see have to perform under pressure, under the spotlight, and to a variant of a degree of how we've looked at them in pre in these practices thus far, Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph. Mm, yeah, buddy. Both of those guys have had varying reports about their performances thus far in training camp. But we also know how critical this game one is going to be for those two players right there. So when I'm thinking about them, what even constitutes a good performance in your perspective? For Mason Rudolph. Oh, well, I'm thinking about 375 yards, four touchdown passes, no interceptions, 73% um, completion. Oh, wait, you well, were oh, – oh, Well, no, oh. we're all for that, but I don't know if Steeler <laughs> Nation is going to be for that because I can assure if he does that, Ben Roethlisberger will not be on the team anymore because you're not going to pay Ben what you're paying him if he's going to do that in two quarters. <laughs> or are you going to trade him to the Colts for a first-round oh, pick man. real quick, right? <laughs> if you trade a guy that can do that in two quarters, you need to be fired as a GM as well. <laughs> On a rookie um, deal? Come on, man. <laughs> here's here's what I want to see from Mason Rudolph, Arthur Motes. I, I, I want him to look like a guy. How do I put this? I want him to look varsity out there. Maybe that's the best way to okay. put it. You know, I, I want him to look like a guy who is, like, I'm not saying I want him to be a Hall of Famer out there who's yeah. just, but I want him to look like the senior who's playing with the sophomores. Mm, you know, yes. not to say that there aren't some sophomores who can't play. There's plenty of sophomores that can play. Arthur Motes, when I was a senior in high school, Jonathan Baldwin was a sophomore, and he played against our high school, and he was mossing up every senior <laughs> out there, all right? So sophomores can play with the seniors, but you know what I mean by that analogy. On Thursday night in the preseason game, I want Mason Rudolph to look like the senior quarterback out there Who's who's leading the sophomores? Who who is is that commander out there? I'd like to see him make some nice throws. I'd like to see him make some nice plays, certainly. But I want him to be comfortable within what he's being asked to do by the offense and to move the team down the field. It's the first preseason game. We know how these things work. Your first couple weeks of the season, the offense usually takes a little bit longer to gel than the defense. Bet the under the first week of the season, right? That's always a cliche in the NFL. You can kind of take that to the preseason as well, too. We were talking with Backo last hour. Your score prediction for this game should be like 19 to 15, right? Because that's just that's how these goofy things always, always. work. So I don't expect him to, to light it up statistically, but I want him to look the part. I want him to look like, you know what? Most of these guys out here with me, I've got more experience under my belt. I've had more snaps on Sundays in the stadium than most of these guys. I would like that to be evident. Now, I do agree with that, and I do – Second that, I mean, it's funny when you talk about looking like the senior in the sophomore You like game, that? You like that? It reminded me of what Coach Thomas said about me one time uh -oh. where he said, yeah, I look like the 10th grader in the JV game. There I you said, go. Okay, there okay, you go. I can respect exactly. that. I can respect that. I, I want, want him to, to look like the, the sophomore yes. in the JV game. We're, we're throwing, you're throwing down the windmill dunks and warm-up. That, that's what it should look like. 
And that's what I'm hoping that it looks like for Mason, man. But before we get out this segment, what about Haskins, man? What, what, what do you feel constitutes a good performance for him come Thursday night? Man, um, I, I want him to be sharp with what they're asking him to do. Okay. And, again, as we've laid out and everybody has laid out, there's not going to be a crazy game plan for him. They're not going to be asking him to do a bunch of different crazy stuff. But I want him to look comfortable. I want him to look confident. Similar, I, I'd like to see some flashes. I'd like to see some nice throws. But to me, Mochi, so much of, of what we saw and what we're going off of with Dwayne Haskins really is just a small snapshot of, you know, those handful of starts that he made in Washington. He never really looked comfortable. You know, like I, even when, when he won a few games there, he, it never really seemed like it was fluid, like it was comfortable. I, I would like him to, to just look relaxed, him to mm -hmm. look confident, it to look natural, and, and to see more like, okay, this is the first-round draft pick that was Dwayne Haskins, not the guy who at times seemed like his head was always spinning in, in our nation's capital. Yeah, Decisive Haskins. Decisive is a Haskins. good way to put it. That, yeah. That's that's what I'm looking for with him, man. Decisive and confident. That's what he has looked like thus far in practices. So that's what I want to see him Agreed. do in the game. And Agreed. if he can do that, to me, that would that, be a good. Absolutely. Just let it all come to you and, and yeah. make the plays when they're there. Yeah, I, you don't have to worry about forcing any action, man. The game plan is vanilla for a reason. Exactly. exactly. Execute accordingly, man. Absolutely. But when we get back. We will be joined by. Uh-oh. Uh, this is the part where I have to turn down the microphone. I yes. have to turn down the levels here. Yes, you definitely have to turn down the microphones today, man, because we are going to be joined by Chris Carter, ladies and gentlemen. Not the Minnesota Vikings one. No, 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 no. <laughs> the newly become good friend of the show. Yes, indeed, from DK Sports and SNR. When we get back, this is Motsen Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Moats and Euler back here on SNR, finishing up this 2 o'clock hour. And we are joined by Chris Carter of DK Sports and SNR. Chris, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. The weather's perfect out here. Like, the sun's out, but, like, it's not burning us up out here. I know y'all <laughs> under the tent in the shade. I was over in the That's seats, the ideal balance, yeah. But, like, but the wind was blowing, man. It's been so perfect. If you're a Steelers fan and you get and you have some time to yourself, make sure you come out to one of these practices at Heinz Field. They have been wonderful to enjoy. I mean, it is a beautiful scene out here with, I mean, easily a good amount of people in here. Yeah, thousands of fans. I mean, this is one of those things that if you're in the local area – it's free. It's free. You definitely want to pull come, up, come man. Come check it out. And, and they are spacing people out. Like, people yes. aren't just, like, packed on top of each other. So, if you're concerned about COVID or anything, they there are precautions that are being taken. So, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad I get to cover it. I'm glad I'm out here with you guys enjoying the weather, enjoying some good radio. I'm just hyped, man. It's a good time. Now, we're hyped as well because we finally have a game coming up on Thursday. And we know who is going to be starting at quarterback. Yes, we do. So, I wanted to get your thoughts first off on – Mason Rudolph getting the nod as starting quarterback mm -hmm. for this game. Mm -hmm. What did you make of that? I mean, it's this is the the, sta the standard quo. It's like, hey, the status quo. It's like, hey, you know what, Mason, you are the number two. You have the experience of the team. I mean, you got you've started in NFL games. This is the start you're supposed to make. Now, we've all talked about how the reports have been, according to the people who, you know who've been tweeting out, and you know, Mike Tom wasn't happy with a few things Mason did. He's been a little happy with a few things with a few things Hassan's did. You know, we've seen. You know, a little bit different of a tone than I think a lot of people expected at training camp. But that's still – is what we said along. Just because you have a week of practice where you think a guy looks better than another guy don't mean everything. 
Correct. You got to put everything in perspective. And Mason's still going to be the experienced quarterback that they send out there. But I will say this: Mason in that first half, he better, he better, you don't he better look, look the part. You don't look Peyton Manning, but you got to look sharp. You got to, you got to, yeah, come yeah out at least there. be Eli. Right. At least, at least be a two-time, at least be a two-time Super Bowl champion quarterback <laughs> that beat Tom Brady both times. Um, What's the uh, the one now who's like a, a junior in high school that's uh, going to supposedly sit? Arch, Archie, Arch, Arch, Archie Jr. I think it's just Arch. It's just Arch. I think it's Arch. Okay. Arch Jr., yeah, which is Cooper's son, correct? Yes. Which is so confusing. There's too many of them. Just, just look as, just look as good as one of those Mannings. Yeah, yeah. No, just one no of pressure. them. Man. No pressure. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Because that, that's kind of what Moats was 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 asking me in the last segment, though, right? What is that? Because it's not going to be 300 yards passing, no. three touchdowns, no. right? Like, is it is it more of a you're going to know it when you see it type thing with it, Mason? Like, if he looks comfortable, if he looks confident, if he it looks is. decisive. It is. Now, here, here's the thing is that with the Hall of Fame game, you have to take into account the offensive line is going to be backups. The mm-hmm. receivers are going to be backups. The running backs are going to be – like, I don't expect Najee to play in this game. Like, like they, they, they probably – like, even if he dresses, it'll be like, keep your butt on the bench <laughs> right over there. Drink water, stay hydrated, be cool. Um, but if it's uh, – but, like, that's the thing is that, like, going off a stat line can always be tough because it's like, you know what, you, you were running with the twos and the threes, and, you know, there's, there's other guys learning out there. But – if you could, when we it is an eye test because when you go out there, it's like, listen, is this drive being held up because Mason is just not right, going correct, through right. his reads? That's when you'll be able to know what's going on. And I mean, for years, I mean, most how many times did y- were y'all sitting there on those early preseason games or those late preseason games when it was hey. Landry Jones? And it was just it was just a hard time. It was going to be three we, we and sit outs. over here, three and out, get ready to punt. Yeah. Oh man, every drive. It if you get a first down, <laughs> man, we thinking all our guys that we serve. Hey yep. man, who, is it Buddha? Is it allies? <laughs> whoever got. <laughs> us this first down. We appreciate you greatly. Y'all it was uh, it was Yinzer Pope. Who's, it was Yinzer. the Yinzer Pope who's sitting over there in section one seventeen. Like that was, but that's how it used to be. And then, but ever since they started reinvesting in the quarterback position, as far as the backups, you know, they went and got Dobbs, and they went and got Mason, uh, and now they got they got Dwayne. These guys are higher pedigree quarterbacks who you can at least say, okay, maybe there can be something there. Now for Mason. If you you're not Charlie Batch, you're not Byron Leftwich, you're not you want to be a, a starter in the NFL. If you want to do that, this got to be the, the, the preseason where you show up yes. and it is clear that you're a cut above being a normal NFL backup that maybe gets a couple touchdowns in preseason. Now, with that, what does that mean for Dwayne Haskins? Because I feel like his mm-hmm. situation is identical to what you just said at yes. the end of that right there. Yes. I, I see I see it this way. When he comes in, it'll be even worse because again he'll be coming in the second half. So you're gonna be you're gonna be looking at him um well the crowd's cheering but you know that's happening. Um but uh you're gonna be looking at him and you're gonna see hey Dwayne can you can you also look competent. Now here's the my bar for Dwayne is much lower because hmm. Mason's right. been but Mason's been here long yeah, that enough makes sense. where this is your system, but I know it's a new offense. Yeah. But this is your team. You better if, and they signed you to a deal next year to keep you around. But um, you know, but the, that that shows that like, hey, if if we believe in you, you gotta have a return on investment for us. At least show us that we weren't wrong in thinking that you could be the future guy, Dwayne. It's just about look like you belong. You know, you don't have to have the full command, but look like, hey, there's. It's obvious this dude has worked hard. And that he's ready to at least continue this, this the path that he's on, and so that's why I say my bar isn't as high yet. Okay, um, it will get there. It will get there very, pretty quickly. I'd say like by the third preseason sure. game, it's gonna be like, all right, Dwayne, open it up. 
And this is what we're joined with Chris Carter of DK Sports Pittsburgh along with SNR. Man, so for me, I was hearing a similar sentiment, but I'm still, I go back and forth because I was a Dwayne Haskins guy when he was coming out of Ohio so State. Was I. So my expectations for him, even though his performance in Washington, both on and off the field, has mm -hmm. tampered them down a little bit, I still have more belief in him and more trust in oh. him than I do necessarily Mason. So I My think ceiling for, is higher. For right. I, I'm yeah. not saying that. Okay, okay. Because I say that, that's for me. I think, like, I definitely have a higher ceiling for mm -hmm. Haskins, but I do expect Mason to look more comfortable in this offense since he's been in it for a couple of years now. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. it's like like you think we all think Haskins has the higher ceiling, yeah. Yeah. but we expect Mason to have the higher floor, right. if that and, makes and, sense. And, and at least right now. Yes, right, right. right. Just about in August for of 2021. For Thursday's game. Yes. For Thursday's yeah. game. That, but that that's where I'm at there. I mean, yeah, I'm right with you. I mean, he, I, I think he has the, the stronger arm mm -hmm. that if he was able to get, get his accuracy better and improve on that. Also, I, I relate this every time I talk about these guys. When guys go, when quarterbacks go through things, and I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday, all the different things that you go through, they go into the many processes that you have to go through as a quarterback to say, hey, check this read, check that mm -hmm. read, you know, go through this, make sure the protection is right. Okay, the, the defense did this. As you're going through all of those, and while you're, you know, dropping back and you have to make a decision within three or four seconds to throw the ball, that's when you're sitting there and you're saying, like, the things that were traumatic in your, in your life, the things that bugged you, you have to be able to clear your mind of that. Mm -hmm. And for Mason Rudolph, I can't imagine having to do that any after after a year where he was clocked by Earl Thomas and was knocked out before he cool. hit the ground, where he was attacked by Miles Garrett with a helmet and then was accused by Miles Garrett of using a, a you know a racial, racial slurs story, against yeah. him and and that was a national story. And then after you finally get back, oh by the way you broke your collarbone. It's just like that's that's four huge things yes. that like that's a trial by fire season. And, right. and this is over a three month span. And and, and like, just three yeah. months. Yeah. Now I gave him last year. I was like, I want to. I just want to see him kind of just get his feet back under him. But this year now, I think he's far enough removed. It's like, okay, you got to be able. You got to be able to show that you bounce back. For for Dwayne, it's you know he didn't go through all of that, but he did get cut, and that's Correct. that kind of stuff. Like that can well, play. And it's your, embarrassing as a, yeah. a the fifteenth overall selection. I mean, yeah. I could tell you as a player, you never want to be released because nope. in the contract, when you look at it, it simply says you are not good enough. Yeah, that's what it says. I've never had to read it. I was fortunate, but that is what <laughs> mm -hmm. it says. I've seen them with my teammates, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whenever you go through that, man, that changes you. That hardens you. It makes yep. you either go hide in a cave somewhere or it makes you say, you know what, I'm going to come out here every day and prove absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I think of that, and I also feel like that has been why Haskins has looked how he's looked thus far in these yeah. practices. But I want to ask you about another guy on the defensive side of the ball. Sure who has really opened up a lot more eyes this camp. And we're talking about Antoine Brooks Jr. What are your mm. thoughts on him mm. thus far, man? Because we've seen him flashing. I mean, I, yeah, you were out here yesterday and we saw a couple of plays from we kind of yep. were like, whoa. Yeah, like, okay, Okay. <laughs> I, I like that he wants to be physical. I like that he is quick and underneath. But I'm, I'm a little I'm, – where I want to see him improve, and it's funny, you asked that question. I'm mm. doing my Carter's classroom for DK Pittsburgh. There we go. On Antoine Brooks and Arthur Morlett as a parent because uh, they're going to be the guys that are batting for, battling for the slot. But when I look at Antoine Brooks, I, I want to see – does that physicality bleed over into NFL games? And at Maryland, he was physical. Like Very he, physical, he, was, yeah. he was that guy. He flew, around, he flew around the underneath part of the field, wasn't afraid to throw his body in. 
you know, it, it's apparent when you go when you're looking at him to be the slot guy, you're looking at him to do a lot of things Mike Hilton did, right? Absolutely. You wanted to be physical. Yep. You wanted to dig up, dig up in people, even when you're undersized and you shouldn't win this battle. Like, I mean, I saw Mike Hilton knock back Travis Kelsey. There's no way in in the world that that matchup that, that, that in that matchup that Travis Kelsey should lose that matchup at any point in time. But Mike Hilton was that tough. Mike that he got did more that. lead in his pencil, yes. man. Put yes. some respect on that man. No, no, that's the thing. <laughs> but when, like when you when you look when you look at the build and you just look, read out the the weight and the height. You're like, how did that man beat this guy? But that's what they it's want. It's not the size of the dog, dog in the, the fight. fight. It's the size of the fight in the, the dog. the size of the fight in the dog. It's the size of the teeth. It's the size, that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Y'all silly. Um, but in all seriousness, that's what I want to see out of Antoine Brooks. Can he, can he force wins in those situations? And can you cover? And can you cover NFL talent? So – yeah, because um, it's one thing to be physical, right? But you right. still got to be able to run down the field with you, somebody. You still got to be able to, to mirror guys, at least close the passing windows. It doesn't need to be, you know, all pro interceptions and all this other stuff. But make it so that if they're th if a quarterback is completing the ball, they're completing the ball with maybe a foot of space to throw it into because you're so tight on the receivers. That will be a showing that, hey, this guy understands not just his concepts, but his, uh, the, the fundamentals of what he has to do to cover in the middle of the field. Now, we're still joined by Chris Carter of DK Sports Pittsburgh along with SNR. Yesterday, Coach Tomlin yes. spoke very positively about the offensive line because he was saying that this was the first time in, I think, this whole training camp where Zach Banner, yeah. Trey Turner, mm -hmm. B.J. Finney, mm -hmm. and J.C. Hassenauer all practiced. And he highlighted the short yardage and goal line portions of mm -hmm. practice where they actually were a lot better up front in terms of winning the line of scrimmage. You've been out here at a ton of these practices. Yes. What are you expecting from this group of old linemen come Thursday night? Well, I'm also not sure which ones will play Thursday. I don't think Zach will play. Um, I feel like Trey Turner might not play because, again, he's a veteran. You'll see, I think you'll see Kendrick Green, B.J. Finney. You'll definitely see Dan Moore Jr. Um, you know, but then you'll start to see, like, maybe a Rashawn Coward fills, fills in there. But what I want to see from these and he's guys. He's actually been performing pretty well, man, yeah, at the he, guard he, spot. He, he, has, yeah. he has been a, a, a nice surprise. He has been. Um, but I, I, look, I look to see this group as like, look, just be bullies. If you're not coordinated, okay, you'll, we'll, you will get I that later. That. But <laughs> go yes. be physical. Yes. When you're, when you're yep. facing the Dallas Cowboys, make sure that their guys know that they did like, man, those Steelers, that was annoying yeah. fighting those guys. They, they were hitting us up, and I didn't like that. Like, and, and not just at the beginning of the game either. All through the game. All through the Set game. Set tones yes. and, and maintain them. And when you do that, that will that kind of stuff. It does wear on defenses because no, when you assert yourself, you you, you know it. As I was going to say, absolutely, mm -hmm. man. You you go through that where you'll find teams where you're like, man, they're not the best unit in terms of skill, mm -hmm. but mentality and physicality. Yes. They make it that much more of a difficult game. Yep. I always equate when we play like Baltimore, for example, or even sometimes during that. 14 through 17 range with Cincinnati. They mm -hmm. didn't have the best groups up front, but we knew it was going to be physical. It was going to be right. nasty. Right. And you deal with that type of stuff right there. So I do agree. I would love to see that from those guys, man, because they're the biggest question mark on offense right now. I mean, you look at this talent. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got Derek Wild out here making plays in the run game and in the pass game yep. on numerous occasions. Yep. yep. And he's the weak link of the group, mm -hmm. if that's the case. Yeah. But this O-line, that's where I feel like we, we have to get that done. Now, with that group being out there and hearing Coach Tomlin's remarks, though, has it put to rest some of the concerns with O-line for you? Oh, no, uh, it hasn't put it to rest yet. What will put it to rest is when they go up, when they go up against, like, you know, let's say four games. If they do four games and they are not 
giving up pressure left and right, and they're able to assert themselves in the ground game, that'll be like, okay. Now, I, and I think I told Wes this, but it's after the halfway point of the season. I believe they play the Bears and the Browns right after their, their, their bye week. Those mm. two defensive fronts, you face those, those guys back-to-back -back weeks, and if you assert yourselves in those games, then we'll know this offensive line it ha has something. And it could go the other way. It could be, hey, they need some work. Or it could be like kind of neutral, like, okay, they're growing. But the whole thing is they got a lot of young pieces. Mm -hmm. Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick Green is, is, is a rookie. You know, you may be seeing some Dan, Dan Moore Jr. Chook, Chooks is going to, you know, hopefully be healthy healthy and good. Kevin Dotson will hopefully be healthy and good. There's going to be a lot of gelling that has to happen, and it takes time for that. I mean, Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro, people forget there was one season where, like, the first game of the year, David DeCastro uh, cut block and accidentally cut Pouncey yes. and took <laughs> him out the whole year. Yep. Like, stuff not that bad, but stuff happens where you're just not on the same page. Like, whoops, I – stepped here where you thought I'd step there and we opened up a hole and Najee got crushed on that play. We got to clear that up. You know, that's going to happen. But how do they weather those storms? That will tell – I think that will tell the tale of the Steelers yep. offensive line. And I also want to caution people. This is – do not come out here thinking that they're going to ever come out here and be a top 10 offensive line in the NFL this year. But if they are – like top twenty two, top twenty. If they rank around twenty two, twenty three, like if you're seeing like okay, they're not the they're not the best, they're, they're not the worst, and they're on the rise, like they're improving as the season goes on. That's right. That's the sweet that's spot. The no, Chris, you're not allowed to say that. This is Steeler Nation, man. <laughs> the they're they're, they're going to be top five at worst. And if <laughs> they're worst. not, then yeah, we they're need bums. to go. We need to go spend all our get money crazy and get I all just, new man, guys. Man, I got PTSD <laughs> for Chris bringing up that that home opener with Pouncey and DeCastro. My that was the last Steelers game I was at as a fan. Was that wow. 13 or 14? I want to say that was 13. 13, because that was before I got here. Okay. Because when I came here in 14, Pouncey was still rehabbing all that and did the uh, contract extension during it. Yep. So last Steelers game I went to as a fan, mm -hmm. I was sitting right there in Section 2. I mean, like literally like that's 20 yards crazy. from where we're at right oh, that's there. That's crazy. And it happened right there. Like, that's I mean, I'm, I got PTSD. It was at the, the goal line. That yeah. was the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chris. The last Steelers Jeez. game I went to as a fan. No, dang. Oh, why, why you got to do that? I'm sorry. Why, why you got to do that? Now, Chris, this is our first time having you on on a game week on the – Penalty. Well, oh, actually, the final he show before the game. Here okay. he goes. All right, where am I walking into? I, I asked the heavy-hitting questions in any time you know, a game is coming up. So, uh -oh. Uh -oh. Mr. Chris Carter, I need a score prediction from you. You want me Thursday to score prediction? <laughs> The <laughs> Hall of Fame game? He did this to Bacco, too. He did this to Bacco, too. I know. I mean. I know. I know. This is what we're doing. And it all Tw counts. <laughs> 12 to 6. You know, we're just going to pick Thank random you. numbers. Thank you. Random numbers. That's the kind of answer that deserves. 12 to no, 6. I'll, I'll get even, I'll get even wild, stupider. 19 to 11. Like, and, we're just going to get really dumb and, here. And, and team MVP. And team. Oh, jeez. You want a team. You want a player of the game of the Hall of Fame play, Yeah, I want a player of the game as well, man. I'm surprised. That was a missed opportunity for Chris to drop a 13 to 9 joke. I, I was. I thought about it. <laughs> Very I thought easily. about it. I thought about uh, it. All right. So last, before we go here quickly, <laughs> we do have to get Moats in on this. So when Chris was filling in for you last week, we uh -huh. got a, we got a funny tweet about backs on backers. Uh oh. SNR edition. Uh oh. Right. Listen. And of course, Chris drew you, Motsi. <laughs> How we in the just, world? We all decided that that was not fair. So, you ready for this? I think we need Motsi to, to delegate. I got the matchups okay. for you. Oh you God. ready? Okay. All right. All right. Motsi, who wins backs on backers? Lolly Williamson. Uh, I'm going Williamson. The size advantage yes. there. Yes, yes, indeed. Same Seems pretty tough. Yes, indeed. Tom or Jacob? I'm going to go Jacob. Oh, interesting. I, I like think the Tom, speed. Tom, Tom's <laughs> over in that Madden booth, man. Like, I'm not having that. Speed agility. Speed Euler or Crowley? 
I got to go with my man Euler. Come yeah, on, man. That's right. <laughs> Crowley's going to sit there on his heels and try to be tough guy. You're going to use technique, and it's going to be a wrap. And last one. We're going to we're gonna have to split the crowd here. I'm going to make you. I'm gonna... <laughs> Currently on site with us here, uh, uh -huh. Christopher Carter. Oh, or back in the booth doing our producing, Kellen Gursky. Two guys, oh. two guys that played football, two guys that played in the trenches. <laughs> Uh-oh. Who wins, Motsi? Uh-oh. Well, my man Chris Carter is a pit guy, if I'm correct, right? Yes. And I don't like Penn State because they didn't offer me so. Uh -huh. ah! Take pit. that, Kellen. Held a pit. Take that, Kellen. <laughs> Ladies and face. gentlemen, held a pit. So with that being said, <laughs> that was Chris Carter of DK Sports Woo! Pittsburgh SNR. As you already know, we greatly appreciate you joining Thanks, us. Buddy. Also, for the most complete selection of Steelers merchandise, from official sideline gear and authentic memorabilia to our extensive selection of jerseys and terrible towels, visit one of the official Steelers Pro Shop stores located at Heinz Field, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you could just simply visit us at shop.steelers.com for all your Steelers merchandise needs directly from the team. This is Motes and Euler on SNR. <laughs>